Hi, my name is Dr. Thomas McGinn, the Executive Vice President for the Physician Enterprise here at Common Spirit Health. Today is Tuesday, December 6th, and welcome to the five-minute check-in. So today we're going to break a little bit of protocol and jump right into our discussion because it's very important and a little bit complicated, and we may go over time a little bit. So we're going to be talking about what's called the twindemic, the tridemic, the quadrademic, which is really the mixing of COVID, RSV, influenza, and a bucket of viruses that we normally would call the common cold. And to help us with that conversation today, I have two special guests. Returning again is Dr. Renuga Vivekanadan, who is the Chief of Infectious Diseases at Creighton University in Omaha, Nebraska, which is part of Common Spirit Health. And new to us today is Dr. Michael Dudas, who is the Chief of Pediatric Services at the Virginia Mason and also part of Common Spirit Health. So thank you both for joining me today for this uh, interesting conversation. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. So why don't we jump right in? I'm going to show a graph right here, which shows the influenza-like illness report, which is really a way of looking how many patients are showing up to clinics with colds and coughs and sneezes, which is probably a compilation of all the viruses out there. And as you can see, this number is really high relative to prior years. So we know we have a lot of viral activity out there in the communities. And maybe, Renuga, you can start with us and talk a little bit about what we're seeing around RSV and influenza on some of these CDC you know, heat maps. What are we seeing out there? Yeah, definitely. For the influenza heat map, about a couple of weeks ago when you gave us an update to compare to now, Southeast is really high. And across the United States, all the states are experiencing high amount of influenza. As far as looking at the other graph, just influenza alone, 25% test positivity, so that's really high. And then also, you know, looking at RSV, we started rising early in October and we're about like 13 to 18% positivity. So like you were saying earlier, all these three viruses are um, high in our community at this time. Right, and, and these are higher than the prior years by a long shot. So, um, you know, Michael, talk to us a little bit about what you're seeing clinically in the offices, what you're hearing about emergency rooms and hospitalizations for the kids, and, and how's that affecting the flow of care for you? For sure, thank you, Tom. Yes, we're seeing a lot of sick kids in the office right now. And we're hearing from a lot of concerned parents who want to get their kids in to be seen. This is the first time a lot of families are learning about RSV. In my clinic recently, we saw um, on a sick day, about 40% of the kids who came in were positive for flu. Wow. About the same number were positive for RSV. And about 25% had a co-infection with either COVID, RSV, and or flu at that time. Wow, that's a, that's a mix there, boy. So twenty percent overlap in in co-infection. Wow. Yeah, and our local um, pediatric emergency department, they are seeing surging numbers. Typically, they see somewhere between one hundred and forty and one hundred and fifty new patients per day. They're seeing about twice that right now. Okay, so the numbers are up. Complexity is out there. Dual infections. You know, you Mike, maybe you can tell me a little bit, what are you talking about with your colleagues about how to communicate to families about when to bring kids in or not? Because you, you can't have everybody come in. And Renuga, then I'm going to go to you about talking about that with adults and maybe also adults and co-infection. Um, so, Mike, what are, how's, that, how's your thought process on that? Because these are overlapping symptoms in all these conditions. These are overlapping conditions. So it's really hard for families to tell what their child has. 
And they're obviously scared of them having flu or RSV or, or even COVID. What we're advising is really for the parents to look at their child's symptoms and to think about the most vulnerable kids, the young kids under six months of age or under 12 months of age. And mostly what we're looking for is signs that there may be lower respiratory tract disease, particularly with RSV. So shortness of breath, um, difficulty feeding, um, listlessness and lethargy. Those are the kids that we want to see. Yeah, and I, I never knew, I'm assuming, you know, that's the same thing you and your infectious disease colleagues in adult medicine are talking about with the elderly folks. So is that is that accurate? And, and tell us a little bit about what you're seeing with co-infection in the adults. Yeah, pretty accurate when they're, you know, uh, difficulty breathing, not feeling well, coming into the ER to a primary care provider. Um, but we are also seeing a lot of co-infections as well, influenza and COVID. So I think the key is, you know, for, especially for a high-risk patients to be able to test early so we could treat early. So making sure, you know, they test for COVID and influenza because we do have therapeutics for influenza getting Tamiflu within that first 48 hours and for COVID-19 getting Paxlovid within that first five days of symptom onset. So for us, the message we've been sending is test early to treat the high-risk individuals. I mean, I, I think that's such a good point because I think, and then Mike, I assume it's the same for kids. You want to get the kids you're most worried about tested so you can have more directed therapy, either Tamiflu or Paxlovid into, in, into the you know, hands of those families. And it's timing that matters, right? So I assume we're all working across you know common spirit and educating the clinicians on, on that sort of process. Mike, does that make sense to you or? It does, but we have more limited therapeutics available for the younger kids. Paxlovid is only for um, people over the age of 12. And Tamiflu, as Renuga said, has to be started early. Um, but we always have a limited supply of it. And already we're having a hard time finding Tamiflu for kids. So I think it really underscores the importance of keeping kids home when they're sick, getting their flu vaccines, getting their COVID vaccines, doing everything you can to pre prevent transmission of infection and to keep your kids safe. Yeah, so you emphasize something, you know, very important. I'm sure, Renuga, you agree with it. You know, the adults have to get their influenza shots. They have to get their updated COVID boosters. Um, and, you know, we have a short supply of Tamiflu, right? Renuga, are you seeing that short supply of Tamiflu also with the adults? Um, we have not seen that yet, but we're monitoring closely. And, and the other short supply, and, and I think maybe, you know, before I close out here, that, you know, we talk about the three viruses, but we forget about the fourth bucket, which are the common cold viruses, which are probably the most predominant of all the viruses out there. Um, and I'm, I'm encouraging folks, given the fact, I think, and you can both validate this for me, we have a shortage of amoxicillin and some of the antibiotics out there, and we should not be prescribing amoxicillin or any antibiotic for just a common viral cold. I mean, obviously, when indicated, we should do that. So, well, this is a great conversation. I really appreciate you both joining us. And, I, I, and once again, you guys are on the front lines and taking care of people. And we at Common Spirit are so grateful for your leadership and your hard work in that area. So thank you for joining us. So thank you again for joining me at the five-minute check-in. Today is actually our last check-in for the year of 2022. I just want to take a moment and wish you all happy holidays. Happy New Year. I hope you have a great time with family and friends. I also just want to thank everybody for your hard work and dedication to care for our patients and our communities and how we care for each other here at Common Spirit Health. Please take a minute and nominate a colleague for one of the Vision Awards. And I'll see you all in 2023.